Welcome to Transformation. I'm Don Wick from the Red River Farm Network, proud to host this podcast series. Our thanks to CHS Community Giving for making this Transformation podcast possible. Transformation is a partnership between the Red River Farm Network and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture, plus numerous stakeholders that we have throughout our area. In this update, we're visiting with Lake Benton, Minnesota farmer Bob Wirth, who is a past president of the Minnesota Soybean Growers Association. And Bob, I understand that this is your 50th year putting a crop in the ground, 50 years of farming. That means you've seen some boom times in agriculture, and you've also seen some of the most challenging times in the history of this business. That would include certainly the the farm crisis days of the 1980s. Tell me, Bob, what, what was it like farming in the 80s? It was tough because in the 80s, I was a young farmer, uh, just bought my dad out. Uh, We had farmed in a partnership before that. We started in 1970, and in the 80s, I bought my dad out, and all of a sudden, interest rates climbed to um, 21%. 18 to 21% was the norm, and we were going along fine because the banks at that time we're just dealing with balance sheets. So if you had a really good positive net worth, you could get money, anything at the bank. I mean, they, they wanted to give you money. And if you remember the eighties, all of a sudden overnight, everything got cut a lot. The land values got cut almost by two thirds. The machinery got cut at least 50%, if not more. So all of a sudden you went from a very positive net worth, to a negative net worth. So the banks got very concerned, very, you know, there was a lot of foreclosures, there's a lot of everything, and a lot of stress. Um, I was a, I was a young gun, thought, you know, the world, I could, I could challenge, I could do anything. But I found out that I couldn't. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that the 80s um, brought a lot of attention to to me, um, I went into a severe case of depression that so bad that I didn't even care if I got out of bed. I didn't want to do anything anymore. I just, you know, if harvest was there, they could, they could stay there. I mean, I just, I didn't care. And actually my wife got me convinced I need to go see the doctor. I'm glad she did because he put me on, uh, some medicine in the, in the, diagnosed me as a uh, severe case of depression. And so he put me on some medicine, and he said, "This will we'll see how this works. Well, this first one didn't do anything for me. So he switched medicines for me, and it, and it really helped. And I was on that medicine for three years, and then they gradually wean you off. And, and I could tell, um, you know, a couple years after that, if I started to feel myself going in, because once you feel that you're out of depression, you know what it feels like. You can tell when you're going into depression. So you would, uh, I would go back in and he'd give me some medicine and I'd feel good and then he'd just wean me off again. I haven't had to do that now for 10 years and I, you know, I feel good, but I always got that in the back of my mind. How are you dealing with it today? Obviously, we've got tremendous challenges. This is a historic time in agriculture between the coronavirus and markets and everything else that uh, that we're dealing with. How do you think you're dealing with, with some of these issues today compared to what uh, you had back in you know, during the farm crisis days? 
I talk. I talk a lot to fellow farmers. I talk a lot to basically anybody who'll listen to me. Uh, talk about the, you know, the, my concerns with you, and I can get people to open up with what their concerns are, so we can, so we can have a good discussion about it, and maybe there's some, maybe there's some tools that they know that I'm not using that could help me get through this, or, or um, I can help somebody else going through the 80s and what somewhat similar to today and number one is talk to your banker i mean i can't stress enough keep a great relationship with your banker uh, be on first name basis that you if you have a problem or you even have a question call the banker and talk to them because they're they're your partner they're they're your partner just like your spouse is uh <laughs> Believe it or not, in the farming operation, they're a very important partner. Well, and in this day and age, uh, everybody's going through something with the the current challenges in agriculture and, and really throughout the entire economy. You know, it's 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 amazing, Don, that uh, you know that six years ago, seven years ago, we were flying as high as agriculture has ever flew. I think in the history of of the United States. We were, you know, making some good money, and we didn't think it could end. Well, guess what? It does end. And I think that's a lot of the shock is people went from, you know, doing very, very well to going gradually down every every year, gradually losing uh, net worth, working capital, and cash flow is not working very good. So to the point where, you know, it's, it's starting to really eat at you. That's probably the difference between today than the 80s, because the 80s was overnight. This has been like a six-year, you know, journey to uh, lose money. Bob, you talked about the, really the stigma associated with issues like mental health and and, and the farm stress that we're dealing with today. Why Why do you think that's the situation we have in agriculture? Farmers are very unique people. Uh, They like to keep everything to themselves. I mean, they they still are today. I mean, we're very private people. I mean, for one thing, we don't want to we don't brag about our yields because then the neighbors might want to rent our ground from us. Or I mean, we, and we just don't talk about anything. And so they keep this to yourself too. That even the mental health issues, they keep that all to yourself. So it's uh, they just don't just don't get it off their chest. And uh, that's something we got to teach people. There's nothing wrong with saying, I do have depression. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Go see some, get some help. There's, I can't stress that enough. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, when I did it, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm the only one. Well, I found out that I'm not. And I think everybody's going to find out that a lot of your neighbors have the same depression that, that you have. Now we're, we're not afraid to go to the doctor if uh, if we're sick. So we, it, it's uh, kind of the same thing. We need to be thinking that way with our mental health too. It is. It, it's it's a hundred percent the same. You you don't think anything without uh, going to the doctor if you got a sinus infection or or a cough or anything like that. So you need to go to the doctor. This is just another one of those those illnesses that can be easily fixed with some good medication. So what kind of resources 
do you see that that's out there today? Is it is it hard to to find maybe the professional services or help that's uh, that's available? No, nothing like it was in the eighties. This today is uh, a lot easier. They uh, Minnesota Department of Ag. That's the one I'm really familiar with. They had just had one person for years, and they realized that this crisis is getting tougher, and they put on another full-time person, which is good. We have a lot of county um, places that will help with, you know, anxiety and, and places you can go talk to, people that you can talk to. It's very easy to get hold of. It's so much easier to talk about it today than it was in the 80s, and, People need to take advantage of it because it's so much. To me, I rather I rather go talk to a person and see if I can get them to go see these people than go to a funeral. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. How do you begin a conversation like that if you see somebody that maybe uh, that you think may have some challenges, some issues here? You know, you can you can kind of tell if you know you know the person that is. Uh, um, very quiet that normally isn't just kind of subdued or a person that is um, trying to be too jubilant, trying to be, you know, happier than ever. And you know, darn well, that's not their normal, their normal way. So they're trying to cover it up a little bit. And, you know, and then you just kind of ease into it and, you know, just ask them how things are going and all this. The best thing is when a, a person comes over, I've had this happen twice, a person come over and says, I need to talk to you. So, okay, let's talk. And we'll sit down in my shop most of the time and for an hour and um, get some things off their chest and, you know, just tell me you need to get some help. And uh, it does work. It really does work. And I'm not a professional by any means. I'm just I'm just a farmer. But I, I've lived what they're going through, and so I can and at least try to help them a little bit. Yes, you serve as an example being able to, to talk about these kind of things in a, in a venue like this, Bob. Well, I never used to. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you know, but as, as we saw the times changing, what we've seen, that you, we, needed, we need to talk about this because the more we talk about it, the better off everybody will be and I just don't want to I just don't want to see anybody um, commit suicide it's extremely tough on the family it doesn't help them at all so I'd rather have spend hours talking to them and try to try to help them to get through the challenges that they're in because we all got challenges I mean as we, as we thought talked about there's too many issues going on in agriculture right now that uh, uh, one person can't handle it all by himself. I mean, if I had to, if I had a hog house full of hogs and, and I was told I had to put them down, I I don't know if I could handle that myself. Yeah, I, the kind of stresses we're dealing with today are things we couldn't have even imagined. I don't think uh, even six months ago. Nope, agreed, agreed, Don, and and. and you know, everybody's dumped milk before. I mean, that, that's happened before, but I've never seen where you've had to uh, destroy a, a 2,000 hog, uh, head hog barn and uh, put them down. I've never had to do 
never seen that before. I I just don't know what those people are going to. And I, I those are the people you really got to watch out for and, and work with them and, and try to get some help to them because it's, it's extremely tough. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Be. Any final thoughts, uh, any take-home message uh, for our listeners, Bob? The thing I'm going to say is don't be ashamed of what you got. It's a it's an illness. Get help. I can't stress that enough. Talk to somebody. Nothing to be ashamed about about having a depression, anxiety. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Just get some help. Uh, you'll be surprised how well you'll feel after you get the help. Your family life will be better. Everything will be better, and and you'll feel good that you made that step to get it done. Our thanks to Lake Benton, Minnesota farmer Bob Worth. Bob, appreciate the input. And a reminder, you can hear all of our transformation podcasts online at rrfn.com forward slash transformation. Our podcast is also found at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, so check it out. I would like to remind you that help is available if you're dealing with some stress out there. There's the Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline that is free and confidential. It is available 24-7. The helpline number is 833-600-2670. You can also find it at minnesotafarmstress.com. Transformation is funded by CHS Community Giving. It is also a partnership between the Red River Farm Network and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture. And we have numerous stakeholders, including the North Dakota Soybean Council, Minnesota Corn Growers Association, North Dakota Wheat Commission, and Minnesota Farmers Union. Until next time, I'm Don Wick.